the sun rises over Halcyon City's Academy for the Gifted and Finest. Phoenix Academy is a campus with four main buildings. One, a pillar that goes high into the sky with offshoots of buildings that look like they architecturally should not be sound, but are attached with ornate stone bridges and the glow of humming purple crystals below. Students fly in from the skies above. Kids of all shapes and sizes walk around as a couple of two young men, one a large shark man, the other made of literal electricity, hold hands, nervous for their first day at school. A girl with the power to illustrate is drawing on her sketchbook, and as she pulls it down, we can see the work-in-progress sketch manifesting into real life in front of the more classical school building that is the Phoenix Academy's primary place of general education. We get another establishing shot of a huge multi-purpose room layered in tiers with anything you need for your first day of school's breakfast. But that's not where we settle. Instead, we settle on three different locations, each a different clock. Danny Pennyheart. I am your MC tonight. Hi, I'm B McJanda. I use she, her pronouns. Hello, I'm Jay Isles. Um, she, her pronouns. And I'm Alice Kira. I use she, her, and Faith Hair pronouns. So, Sersha, what's your, what kind of clock do you have in your room? And how do you turn it off? Oh, that's a very good question. It's definitely a digital clock that she built herself from several different digital clocks she acquired through certainly legal means. So it's kind of still got some of like the circuitry exposed because she'll still like tinker with it and see what else she can get it to do with its circuitry and maybe install new computer bits that make the noises I, I I'm just gonna make up words it's fine um so yeah I think when it goes off she just like waves a hand not even near it because she's probably rolled over and maybe fallen off the other side of the bed but she's got techno magic it's fine it turns off and she pulls herself up all right cynthia describe to me your waking scenario as your clock is going off so like any postmodern woman i think the only clock cynthia needs is uh you know a cell phone um so she's got a uh you know just a generic touch phone um next to her bed um it's uh you know it starts off gently just playing like a very kind of chimey celestial ringtone that you know gets gradually louder to wake her up um we see uh a plush uh like pillowy arm reach out um and like fumble with it like trying to to shut off the alarm um her suit does have like a Figure what you call it, but you've got like, you know, gloves that can interact with the touchscreen. Um, it's like that, but you know, it's the morning. She's having trouble like getting it to work right. Um, 
and yeah, she just, after she shuts it off, she gradually sits up. Um, her pajamas are just this pillowy pink uh, jumpsuit, um, kind of, it, it's puffy like a sleeping bag, kind of. Um, you know, it's one of the few, like, personal custom suits she has. Last but not least, Becky, your wake-up scenario. So, I think Becky's situation is somewhat similar to Cynthia's in that, like, her clock is her phone. But, like, her phone has been through better days. Like, if the camera focuses on it, it is, like, basically pretty smashed up. The screen has, like, a big crack going across it. It's plugged into a charger, but the charger's all worn such that you can actually, like, see the individual wires going into it. You know, it's bad. And, like, it um, starts up and immediately starts blaring out music. And you just see a sort of arm come out of, like, from under a duvet and just sort of grope around for it and just sort of smash it, smash it and... Knocks it off the bedside table and like then you hear sort of muffled curses and like she sort of like sort of crawls out of bed like the top half just sort of down onto the floor and just sort of crawls along towards the phone and just smashes it until it stops playing. Presses the button on the screen, to be fair. Not like just like shards <laughs> or whatever. But like stop, 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 stop. Okay. Yes. And like yeah, she she is just like probably just wearing like a band t-shirt or something and long sort of straggly hair covering most of her face and all sort of all over the place and her room is I think mostly filled with cardboard boxes for the stuff there's like sort of a little bit of room where you know there's a bed and a bit of a desk but most of everything is filled still with like unpacked not unpacked boxes that she's kind of living out of Excellent. All right. And just really rapid fire, um, starting with Becky, then reverse ordering down. Describe the general, like, vibe of your room in, like, one color. Uh, black. <laughs> black and maybe, like, black and, like, is it, like, depressing or black and, like, um, economical? Suave. Bla- suave. Uh, black and messy. She's put some decorations up and it's like posters and most of those are sort of dark. (laughs) There's um, a lot of black t-shirts. That's kind of her general style, really. Um, Cynthia's room is very um, default. You know, still white walls, mostly undecorated. Um, Y'all ever see like someone's room where just like they don't know how to decorate and don't have a lot of stuff and so it's just very like empty way to call me out there <laughs> just really quick. i think oh, sorry what? oh sorry i was just gonna say like there are like some like sparse attempts she's got like a very um not out of fashion laptop because that's not how laptops work but like it's a little it's a little outdated. older it's a little beat up outdated yeah um it's an older model um but it still checks out. 
yeah yeah it still uh functions a little bit though like there are some uh relatively new chemical burns on it um interesting i think yeah not a whole lot in terms of decoration um not even a lot of clothes either she's got like a few other uh jumpsuits in the closet but it's a little sparse she's uh still still figuring out how to express herself aren't we all so uh Sirsha's moms are very like nature magic oriented so the house overall is very natural somewhat tree shaped and open and sunny and Sirsha's room is usually has the blinds pulled closed and there's a big table that's just covered in scattered bits of electronics and machinery where she tinkers with stuff and tries to build little gizmos and gadgets and it's very just cluttered overall because she has better things to do with her time than to clean her room come on mom get off my back <laughs> so yeah oh um is that a uh, search's room off campus oh yeah she doesn't live on campus okay okay cool. yeah i just couldn't <gasps> remember i wasn't sure how about Becky? Oh yeah, definitely off okay. campus. Um, still lives with her aunt and uncle, I guess. Right. I was describing Cynthia's dorm, to be clear. That's fair. It's cool. Doesn't make you a nerd or anything. Look, she goes home to stay with the Fishers on the weekends, but... I'm sorry, Sersha no longer makes fun of her for being, Oh, I gotta be close to school where all the books are. And all the technology Actually... that helps me not destroy people. Actually, honestly, I think... Becky doesn't have any strong attachment to her aunt and uncle, so like when the time came to enroll in the academy, she might have just decided to go with the dorm room. Because that way at least she gets a little bit of independence. So yeah, I think actually she will live in the dorms. That makes sense. Hmm. I think for Saoirse, the dormitories just came with more rules she'd have to figure out how to circumvent. Alright, so then it'll be interesting for Saoirse. Because you hear one of your moms call for you, Sersha, sweetie, don't you remember what day it is? I think she, like, waves a hand over her pocket where her phone is and pulls up a display of her calendar in front of her face to see if she knows what day it and is. And I think everyone, all, all of you come to the same realization at the same time. It is the first day of Phoenix Academy. And you are all late. Not, like, so late that, like, you may as well play hooky, but, like, you better hurry. Um, Cynthia would never. Cynthia would never? Well, except for that one time. That one time. Yeah. Everyone has a bad day. Now, when you say not so late, you might as well play hooky. Uh, that might, that might be, like, five minutes. of like, oh. <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> might as well not come in. <laughs> But no, yeah. 
Susha's not super stressed about it. As you do. As you of course. Naturally. <laughs> but like what's the immediate reaction? It's like three side by side panels of like not like late as in like you're gonna be late, but late as in like, oh I mm-hmm. meant to wake up thirty minutes ago to get ready. Mm. What's the general reaction? Well, luckily Cynthia doesn't have to worry about showering. Um, she just starts like, you know, not quite full panic, but you know, just saying like, ah, heck, oh no, RDs. Um, and like just the helmet. So um, on her uh, like pajama suit, uh, it has like a, a cute, very cute like hoodie with um, a, a dome at the face, um, but the dome just like pops open and vapor just pours out of it um, as she reforms and starts fumbling with uh, the you know, her uh, out-and-about jumpsuit, um, which is a bit, you know, a bit heavier-duty looking, um, a uh, fuchsia and cream-colored jumpsuit. Um, and it's like pulling that on, fastening uh, the seals, and just getting ready to scramble out of her dorm. All right. Uh, Becky Lancaster, what about you? God. Um, I think maybe she, like... So she looks at her phone looks at the time and just you see on her face just like a sort of look and she sort of of like (laughs) flops back on her bed and just a sort of despairing look at the the ceiling and then she just sort of rolls out and uh, what'd she do to get ready Um, so yeah she'll probably just like pull on a suit of like running bottoms uh, just on the floor Um, put a jacket on over the t-shirt that she was in bed in and just walk out the door I guess and then walk back in the door and grab her phone and then walk out the door fair understandable (laughs) oh actually she probably has just like a sort of basic backpack that she grabs and takes with her which she assumes will still have all the books and stuff that she'll need because why wouldn't it? But it might not. We'll see. Play to find out what happens. We'll see. Yes. <laughs> it's a backpack. What's its point if it doesn't always have the books inside of it? And I think she is probably already running as <clears throat> the door closes behind her. All right. Meanwhile, Sersha, what about you? Just an exasperated sigh and gigantic eye roll because like she can't believe this phoenix academy thing is actually happening uh and then resigned she steps into the closet we see some clothes that she was wearing as pajamas tossed out and she comes out just in i don't know clothes cargo shorts a t-shirt denim jacket looks yeah, it's a good look. And then she'll slap on her pads and grab her helmet and phone. Sling on. She's got like one of those cross the shoulder fancy backpack things. I don't know, like they like Cole McGrath wears an infamous as a courier. <laughs> I don't know where else I've seen it, but that's where it's sticking out in my mind. Fair. Excellent. Uh, what, which one of your moms, certainly as you're going out the door, her like, wait, you need breakfast. 
I'll grab it on the go. I'm late. Okay. At least get a slice of toast and run down the <laughs> street with it in your mouth. No, she's slapping her skates on and skating. Oh, hell yeah. To school. All right. Got to practice Walkies that roller derby. Noobs. <laughs> All right. And so we're kicking it back to Cynthia as you're jump, pull, like, maybe like, so what's this? So I assume you're just like jumping out of your room, like pulling on like a boot, like crud, 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 crud. Yeah, I mean, I do have, I make perfectly careful to make sure that, like, all my seals are, you know, done uh, so that I don't, like, you know, leak caustic vapor out uh, as in my hurry. Um, I, you know, have, like, a simple uh, backpack to drag with me and just, yeah, I slam the door and I scramble to, where am I going? Your first, (laughs) your first class, as always, you're not sure who of the administrative staff you got on their bad side, but of course you're, you you look at your schedule and like it's a super superhero school so maybe you have like some kind of like fancy device that's like a halt, like a like a HUD or some, something because you know, they have, the, they have the resources to give you like super science nonsense um and you, of course, you don't know which administration you, you got on the bad side of, but Whoever it is, they're going to rue the day they put your first class of the day with Mr. Brick, of all people. Who, who, you all know how bad Mr. Brick is about tardiness. Absolutely. Totally know that. Of course. Um... And as you're running toward, out of, out of your dormitory, I think I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up with something... You're trying to get out in a hurry, but and do you take the stairs or do you take the elevator? Um, gosh, I take the stairs. Okay, sweet. So you, you, you like barge, you barge the door open, and you're heading down the stairs in a hurry. And um, unfortunately, in your way, it would appear that like two other students have gotten into some kind of like argument rather heated argument about like who's the better hero captain halcyon or or like no the no the great shadow is so much better um they are in they're assuredly in your way like you know they're walking slowly walking and talking and you are in a hurry what do you do um hmm i think so, you know, I'm just, I'm a cloud of gas uh, in a suit, which means I only weigh as much as the suit I'm wearing. Um, I'm just going to try to, like, jump over them. Like, take a nice running jump over them. Of course, understandable. Why don't you unleash your powers for me? Heck yeah. Not so much because I don't think this is a thing you could do, but I think you're trying to rush. Oh, totally, totally. Doing this in a timely fashion is the role. Oh, how? Oh, how? How? I have, I, listeners, I have um, plus three freak. Um, and uh, your girl rolled a five. Ass. Your girl rolled snake eyes. Ass, side first roll, first roll. Sidekick. I ceased coming in strong. Well, so you mark potential. True. For the. Oh, I should open my character sheet. <laughs> uh, for those unaware of the game of masks, which is what we're using, whenever you roll a six or below, it is a 
you mark it in this game it's called a potential but collectively experience after five of them you take um you take an advancement anyway so trying to leap over the you so you try to leap over uh these two should have names how about i like one of them being an archer anyone feel a, a girl with a bow what about the other one what are we vibing Uh, some with a trident, I think. Oh. Fish scales and trident. Love it. Um, and they have an inferiority complex because they're a mer person from the Great Lakes instead of one of the oceans. <laughs> they're from lakes. No, even better. They're from Lake Superior. <laughs> <laughs> Your classic Lake Superiority crown. <laughs> Lake Superiority Complex is going to be issue number five where we focus on this character. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, Alright, so we've got Pathanalasa and um, and Rhyme. Pathanalasa being the one with the trident and Rhyme being the archer. They're, of course, arguing over who is the, who would win in a cage match, uh, Captain Halcyon or um, the Great Shadow. And Oh, a cage match. That totally changes the... Oh, of course, of course. I thought about it. And, um... Cynthia, you were, like, thinking, 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 okay, okay, maybe if I... And then we get the panel of you lifting off the air, going over them. However, you did not account for the window. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Cynthia, um... You are now suddenly flying out in open air outside of the stairway, outside of the dorms, as we get an establishing shot of Phoenix Academy Island. With the sea below you, and waves crashing along a craggy coast. Cool, cool. I don't think this is a condition mark. I feel like this might be a condition marking, just because you're put... It I'd say this is a condition marking, because, like, this is not a great scenario to find yourself in. <laughs> also... This is the opposite of what you wanted. <clears throat> so, when you're flying, is that because, like, you've made yourself just super non-dense? I mean, I'm already super non-dense. It's just like... It's sort of like you're letting off, like, some of the pressure, and then you can... of, like, the suit. It's just like, you know, like, uh, like if you threw a jacket across a room. Ah, right, okay. So the suit itself is quite lightweight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, probably a relatively heavy-duty fabric, but still, like, less than a person. All things told. Um, I, I, I think, like, over... Because I, I don't have super strength. So, like, my weird gas body has the approximate strength of a normal human person. So I, w I wasn't trying to do, like, a Hulk jump. But, like, a really, really tiny Hulk jump. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. That's why I said, "Oh, you didn't account for the window, so you kind of floated on through, floated on through it as you're going." Mm -hmm. And you know, like Cynthia definitely wasn't a jock before any of this, so like she doesn't like know how to judge those jumps very well. Um, hints out the window. Um. insecure i guess how you how would you feel if you were suddenly floating fall suddenly falling slash floating 
out of a window, would it be afraid because, oh god, I could hit the ground? Or insecure because you feel embarrassed that you did that? Um, Cynthia is the kind of girl to go from zero to hopeless. I was thinking hopeless looked very good for this. So. It's just like that, oh god, I'm just gonna fuck up, oh shit, oh jeez, oh heck. Oh. oh, I can't swear, I can't swear, shit, shit. It's okay, it's... Can we oh not heck, swear? oh jeez, oh gosh. I'm such a screw-up. Oh. oh. Was that Cynthia saying that she can't swear, or B saying that she can't swear? No, I'm just saying for Cynthia. That's the person oh, Cynthia okay. is. Oh, right. Cynthia, right. Cynthia doesn't, doesn't swear. swear. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. Sersha okay. and Becky, I assume, swear a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, you're falling. Um, I can come check in on you in a minute if you need a moment to think of your next play. <laughs> We have got two other people who are late, who are also in the same camp as you. If you would like, Cynthia. Um, I mean, it sounds like you'll take a while to fall to the ground, anyways. Like a plastic bag caught by the wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I think, I think I probably just fall and show up to class late and soaking wet. Fair, understandable. All right, let's check in with um. Let's see. Let's check in with, uh... Let's check in with you, Lannister. Lancaster. Lannister. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. This is going to be, like, the historical known fact about me. Um... Okay. Ah, uh, jeez. Okay, so, um... It's fine. Let's see. So, you're heading to class. Um... You probably... So I'm a, so just to change things up a bit. I think we're as you're heading out to class, you're in a hurry. You're running. Mm. Um, I think you're gonna I, the obstacle. I'm gonna hit. I think as you're heading off, I'm gonna hit you up with a different kind of obstacle. There is. I'm gonna say that you're not really impeded as much in terms of physicality, but you do see something else happening. You see, your left a large. I've described her. She is a large wolf humanoid who wears a leather jacket a striped white and red shirt and um leather pants because of course she has a um she has a mullet and uh brown fur God. and she is standing over this poor girl who's made of goop and wearing glasses and seems to be accosting her for her lunch money <laughs> what do you do this is the one that i beat up right yes this is big bad uh Episode zero for those listening, not listening. But yes, this is Big Bad, the school bully. So, like, so I'm I'm running to class and I sort of just sort of like skid to a stop a little bit. I sort of gaze, just peer at what's going on here, and like you see my eyebrows just sort of narrow, and then I'll just like step forward and immediately between them. And do you think she's taller than me? She's probably taller than me. Yeah, I think just for the sake of a cooler shot, I think she's taller than you. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, don't you have class to go to? I think roll to defend, because you did beat her up, but also she is bigger than you and willing to try again. Yes. Okay. Um oh yeah, we're doing it in the chat. Um I can I can do, I can deal with dice, just honor system. Yeah, that's fine. Uh so my savior is zero, is two. I was about to say, how did you get your savior to zero? <laughs> zero, zero, yeah, zero, zero, zero is weird. I was looking at superior. Hmm. Okay, that's a seven. Okay, so hey. for the move defend, 
I'm not going to read it out every single time, but because this is our first episode, I'm going to. <laughs> Probably also should have explained Unleash Your Powers, but... Eh. It's okay. It's not like we're never going to do that again. Street rules. <laughs> that was the only Unleash in the entire actual play. What if that was, though? Yeah, we never use the freak label again. <laughs> Throw it in the garbage. Okay. <laughs> no! By the time we do, Cynthia's already got wield your powers. So. Yeah, I know. Just like speedrun. <laughs> hey, I need to come for and support you. Like, what's it? Like twenty-five times in a row. Anyway, I should mention I have angry mark. Anyway, so um, jokes aside, so defend is a move. Defend's one of the basic moves. When you defend someone or something from an immediate threat, roll plus save here. That's been done. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one, and on a seven to nine, which our dearest Becky has, it costs yeah. you. So this will be a mixed success. I'm going to have you pick... I think I'm going to let you pick the carrot. But what do you want first, the carrot or the stick first? Um, I think take influence over someone you protect makes most sense here, because I don't have any conditions, and I'm not doing things with the team. All right, take influence over the incredible ooze. Aww. We'll give her a real name in a moment. <laughs> That's well, quote unquote, like you know, like first name last name situation. Her super name is yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, so what happened? All right. Uh, what was your what was your stick? Uh oh. So I'm just gonna expose myself to danger. I think. All right. So you're gonna take influence. So what this? So let's how the scene plays out. You step in. The Incredible Ooze is kind of, like, shrinking, and she kind of, like, amorphously formed behind you. Like, maybe, like, her little head is poking out, like, ve like looking like Venom symbiote style. <laughs> and, um... And I think Big Bad just kind of huffs as, like, a as like a some wind from her mouth, like, escapes and creates a slight breeze, and she says, Yeah. And last time, you had two other people backing you up. And she holds back her arm, and she throws a fist straight for you. What do you do? Um, I think what I will do is, uh, yeah, I will, oh, the fist is going straight towards me. I don't want to duck it because Ooze is right behind me. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll reach back into my backpack and grab with one hand the uh, axe haft that's sticking out of it. And as my like left hand grabs that, uh, sort of wood armor sort of springs into life along my body and then up into my right arm, which uh, blocks her fist incoming. Unleash your powers, which I have a chance to explain what that move does. Uh, for, you Yay. roll the freak label for that, so give me a freak roll. Yeah. For those... Um, yeah. It's basically the move that is rolled whenever another whenever it's sort of like the blanket move for like anything you're doing doesn't fit under under anything else and it's just using your powers to simply overcome something. Yes. And this is my power of divine armor. And I got an 8. All right. So, when you got get a mixed success, you can either choose uh, 7 to 9, you can choose either to make it unstable or temp the MC will either make it unstable or temporary. Or you mark a condition. And I will tell you, okay. unstable or temporary will mean that 
this goes into a full fight and kids start chanting. Ooh. Okay. But if you mark the condition, um, you totally get to whoop her butt, so. Up to you. Well, I don't want to whoop her butt, is the thing. Um, I'm happy to mark a condition, but I want to just sort of be the bigger person here, you know? And just, like, no-sell all her attempts to fight me and just, like... Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what I kind of meant. Like, yeah, you'll... Sorry, let me, let me rephrase yeah. that. If you mark a condition, <laughs> you'll successfully de-escalate the situation. Like, she'll yeah. be like, yeah, you're not worth it. But, on a sentence, but if you don't, kids are going to start gathering and chanting, fight, fight, fight! <laughs> yeah, so I am slightly, um, what's the word, uh, regretful about the time that I threw down with her. So I will just try and sort of like soak it up and let her sort of wear herself out on my impermeable armor and then just like wait for her to give up and save face. What condition is that? Guilty maybe? Maybe. I think angry might be it as well. Like, I really do want to fight her in some ways, but like, I'm sort of bottling that up. Okay, yeah, angry then, I would say. Excellent. Cool. So that's what I do. Excellent. So, yeah, um, I think that you just get... She just whams her fist into your armor. And there's just like, everyone goes silent, like, muttering what's going to happen next. Um, maybe like whatever like little posse she has like her like her like what are they from Power Rangers <laughs> Putties? Oh, no the what's his name Blunt Balkan Skull, skull yeah her Balkan yeah, Skull like her skull. Balkan Skull like kind of like like square up like this is gonna be a fight it's gonna be a fight and I think you just like oh and I think she just like backs off shakes the splinters out of her hands just after school, flagpole, and just walks away. Uh, and yeah, oh, absolutely, the three little pigs. Well, we need a third name that bulk skull and whatever rhymes with that. Clive. 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 Bulk skull and Clive. Bulk skull and Clive. We can't call them bulk and skull. No, we we, we can't no. do that. We can't. Okay, one of them is definitely uh, it's brick. Oh, there's already a well, Mr. There's a brick. Mr. Brick. Fuck. <laughs> brick, son of Mr. Brick. <laughs> blunt, blunt and force and trauma. Force and trauma. Blunt force and trauma. <laughs> That's her cronies. Excellent, excellent. There we go. Uh, Man, what the fuck kind of kid goes around calling themselves trauma? A masks character. Someone edgy. A, a millennial. True. It's like, oh, who was the, who was the hero who got like really sad and went and like Cynthia? called himself? <laughs> no, like there, there was a Marvel one. Like, oh yeah, Speedball got really sad when he accidentally wiped out a town and became oh, Penance instead. Yeah. And had a whole costume that was based around like shoot, shoving spikes where they shouldn't be spikes. Jesus, and... he, he got he got very into S and M for a while. <laughs> <Yes>. Yikes! <laughs> yeah, it was but yikes. Meanwhile, in a better comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna catch some flack for that one. Anyway, but even though no, it's we're, yep. it's, we're right, are we? <laughs> so I it's think my true. like 
and we should say it. I think my um, so my wooden plate armor just sort of flakes away. Um, it's a bit like sort of leaves in autumn when it goes off. It just sort of like curls up and falls to the floor, and then just sort of crumbles to dust. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, behind you here, like you like I hear a nervous little bubbling of like, "Thank you, I've got to go to Super Science One Hundred One." Okay, have a good day. Uh, thank you, Green Knight. And uh, she just kind of slithers off. And I get back to running. All right, Sersha. Quick wham, bam, bam montage of you skating through the city. Yes. That is what I'm doing. And I got headphones on. And we got lyrics around me as I go for of a uh, trust around the corner which is a reference to card captors because that's who I am as a person. Fair. And I think as you're skating through the city, I think you are I think as you're skating through the city, we see like various superheroes and villains at work. You see a bank like not like a, a bank robbery in resolving of like, you know, there's like there's like a, a bank robber hanging upside down but fr- tied up as a superheroes nearby getting pictures taken. You see, um, you see, of course, some some kids that are wizards, like, trying to do something, and then one of them turns into a rabbit, and the other two of them go, oh, shit, and then it cuts to the next panel. And, of course, as you're doing a, a sick grind along a rail, um, unfortunately, it would appear that, um, Starman, who is a hero who can grow to incredible size, is currently fighting Turtle Dragon. Again. I mean, it's Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, God, those guys should just date or something. It's all foreplay. It, it's 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 a very slow burn relationship between Starman and Turtle Dragon. But unfortunately, and also mentioning slow burn, um, tur- Star Turtle Dragon breathes a breath of heavy burning air, and and Starman goes to fall, uh, his arm crashing. And his arm is coming down and, and breaks the um, breaks the road that you're about to that you would normally cross into. There's now a large hole where it was. What do you do? All right. So there's now a big hole in the road, or did he like take out a bridge? Take or... out a bridge. Like you're. Okay. I, I mean, I just I just gotta see, scan for a ramp and then, jump, the bridge that's out. It's fine. I can do it. <laughs> Roll it to unleash your powers, methinks. <laughs> this, this is how you do roller derby, right? Your, one of your <laughs> powers is roller skating, so... Freak is one. Well, soft powers, you know what I mean. More like destruction derby. There's, there's always, like, craters in roller derby. I totally know how roller derby is played, guys. <laughs> okay. Oof. I got a six. So you see the ramp and you think about your your personal hero, roller skate champion, um, first name, last name. <laughs> Don't ask me these things. I, I, you didn't say I had to name it. Veronica anyone. Hot Rod. That's a good name? That, oh, that, that is a good name. Yeah, of course. It's a gay sport. It is, of course. What do you? Th- what kind of cop do you think we're running here? Anyway, 
So um, you think about the, the sick jump she did once, and you're like, this is it. This is the moment. The music is playing in your head, That's and you really stunt it. And then we smash cut to you. They're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then smash cut to you, Phoenix Academy School Nurse's Office. <laughs> mm. As um, one of the speedster heroes picked you up and uh, after you had a really nasty fall, um, non-binary speedster by the name of Flashback, who's just kind of twiddling their fingers. How are you looking? Uh, kind of like got those those scrapes all over to show that I have been damaged, but not injured. And I'm like, oh, ow, 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 ow. Uh, it's being in class. Market condition, as the nurse says, you still gotta go to class. Oh. Um... Which, by the way, love the fiction that up until that moment, you didn't have to mark a condition. It was the nurse saying, yeah, you still got to get in class. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the devastating part. By the way, the nurse is, um, you can push back on this. Nurse shark humanoid. Fuck. Mmm. <laughs> mm, I love it. Um, what condition do I want to mark? Yeah, I'm... Um... I'm gonna go insecure. I think that's gonna be. God damn it! I couldn't do the jump, and now I also have to go to class. All right. So, um, Captain Dosage is we we'll call her simply Dosage. I like Dosage as a hero name. Um. Oh God. <laughs> sorry. So. Never mind. Sorry. I... You go. No, I was just laughing at roll derby names. They're very good. Um, as you can see in chat. Uh, yeah, uh, so for, the, for the listeners, I found a roller derby name generator, <laughs> and we've got such uh, gems as Daisy Diesel, Hootie Force, Diesel Keegan, uh, Jax Effect, <laughs> Eleanor Gorgon. I mean, some of these are just going to be superhero names until we get the hashtag going. <laughs> I'm just being real here. It's a pretty good... Okay. Canadian kill. Electric Labivas. <laughs> Electric spelled, I think, is very important for the recording. E-L-E-K-T-R-I-K. Which, again... And then Labivas is written as you'd imagine. Exactly. This is why, like I say, up until we get the hashtag going, this might have to be my superhero name generator for a little while. At the very least, it's it's <laughs> great for like secret identities. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I like this site. I'm gonna. I got murder this. made. Murder made. Perfect. That's a great villain. Uh, <laughs> that is perfect. So, um, technically, murder made assault, but like Asia the assault Greece. is really extraneous there. Assault. Jesus Silver's Day. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So we finally get the group shot of all three of you. Your backs are to the camera, and we see for the first time Mr. Brick, who is best described as a square man. Not like physically, like literally, but like very, like very stout features, kind of like a big handlebar mustache, bald or 
he claims to be shaved head. Maybe there's like a toupee he's fixing on. And he looks to the three of you and says, You're late. And we get the shot of all three of you. How are you looking? Standing shoulder to shoulder for the first time in the comic. Oh, I'm just, I'm sopping wet with seawater. I'm, uh, sorry, Mr. Brick. I was, um, doing a little extracurricular math. <laughs> I just give you a look like, I don't even know what that is. I, uh, but it sounds fake. <laughs> I, ex- um, I jumped out a window a little bit. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not that stupid. Yeah, I'm probably all scuffed up and dirty. Got one of those bandages on my cheek, and I'm just looking at my phone. No phones in my class. Okay. So, I'll I think... stare at him in the eye and put my phone away. And then pull up the display of the phone in front of me <laughs> through my techno magic. And I'm gonna make a hard move, one final hard move, because there's been a lot of I I, I haven't given you anything really that bad so far. And he says, "Go for three... it." I'm hopeless. Yes, exactly. Uh, the th- he points. There are three seats left. T- take them, and of course. Of course, who you're seated next to on your first day of class. Your first morning class of the school year is none other than a girl. She's wear- She has pale, pallid white skin and wears a full black costume. Long black gloves that are elbow length and a black dress with a, with a bit of filigree at the bottom. As well as a hat, as well as a what appears to be a beret with a sort of mesh veil covering her the left side of her face, and she says, oh God, she's so cool. "Typical, you're late." Abby duration, dispel. The most she's popular girl in school. She's very cool. I have a, a very, very important question. Answer. There are three seats left. Are they the front row or the back row? Of course they're the front row. Oh, why? Oh, God. Well, I mean, at least Cynthia will be happy. She seems like a front row kind of girl. Then more people can, like, see me. (laughs) I don't really want to stand out. Uh, But I guess this is fine because then I won't, like, I don't have to worry about getting anybody's stuff wet. I just walk up and, like, embarrassedly squish into my seat. Yeah. I just sort of stroll over to another seat, um, maybe sort of tucking a bit of, like, greenery that had sort of got stuck in my hair out of the way, um, and just sort of sit nonchalantly down in a chair. Okay. I have another important question. You two sat down before I did. Am I stuck directly next to a yes. duration? No, I would have taken that one. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> less for Sersha's protection and more so you don't have to deal with them next to each other. 
Yeah, I kind of glare daggers at Abby and then walk dramatically casually over to the last seat, plop down, wince because I plopped it down when I'm still very sore, and then cast a look over behind Becky and Cynthia to see if Abby's looking. Oh, but not too quick. Not too long, because I don't want her to see that I'm looking at her. Of course. Uh, no, she she is eyes forward, hands on the table. You see that, she, that you see that she's just sitting there while like physically handwriting the notes because in front of Mister Brick's door is no powers past this point. As Mister Brick is glaring at you, looking at the headset heads up display, and he'll kind of continue to be like power down Sersha throughout the class as um he begins getting into like blah 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 like first day of school boring like he doesn't even like start you off like this is what the class is gonna be he's just straight up getting into it like and of course um so Mr. Brick's class is not the most entertaining class but god be damned he is going to teach you math but also god be damned these are yeah. teenagers and they'll put more concentrated effort ahead, of sorry. shirking work than actually doing work. What are you three up to? What's your play? Yeah, I'll just sort of like unpack my bag a bit, try and work out like if I did actually bring the books for this class or not. And then just pull out a notebook and start making notes. And then I guess get a bit distracted and start doodling like pictures and then realize I was getting distracted and get back to taking notes. Yeah, I'll I'll pull out some paper, but it's still like sopping wet. So I'll Ask Becky if I can borrow some. <laughs> yeah, I'll just tear a chunk of paper out of my pad and chuck it over to you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. And yeah, I think I'm legitimately like trying my best. I don't think Cynthia is especially good at math, um, but like doesn't like resent doing it. But you know, she's very much the the kid who tries to behave in class. Of course, of course. And as for you, uh, Sersha, um, what are you, what are you up to? What do you, what's your play? What are you doing to pass the t- to try and make oh. this dreadful hour of your life better? One to two hours of your life better. I'm I'm gonna pull out my tablet that I have loaded all my inf- books and stuff onto because it's two K nineteen. Get with the times, people, and. It's got a program I hacked together that's just going to translate everything Mr. Brick says into notes for me while I have the display for my phone underneath my desk where I can see it pretending to look like I'm paying attention, but I'm actually scrolling through Twitter or whatever. I feel like I should make you roll something, but I'll put a pen in that for now. (laughs) So you get through math class as difficult as it may be, the bell rings, and as you're all about to get up, he's like, hey, where do you think you're going? The bell doesn't release you. I do, and I have an option for you. And and Mr. Brick pulls out, like, a stack of paper, whams them on the desk with, like, some force to it, clearing any dust that was settled on the desk. All right, listen up. In two weeks from now, it's going to be the student council elections. If you think any of you snots have a chance at making it, then you should put your name on the ballot and get campaigning yesterday. Like our wonderful Abby Duration, who has killed the title for the past two semesters. As Abby Duration kind of goes, hmm, thank you. 
And Mr. Brick kind of returns to a sneer to the rest of the class. And then after the student elections, it's going to be the hero assessment exam. Now, I'm not involved in that. That's the other departments, as he waves a hand, almost dismissingly. That doesn't mean you don't have a reason to not study math. Because this Friday is going to be a pop quiz. Doesn't mean we should not shirk our studies, so we should shirk our studies. Thanks, Mr. Brooke. Don't correct me, Sersha. She just demonstrated an understanding of double negatives, sir. That's maths. Ooh. I think he just grumbles and starts erasing the board for the next set of students to come in and is like, get out of my sight, all of you. <laughs> APs played using masks, A New Generation, written by Brandon Conway, and The Phoenix Academy playset, written by Rob Wyland. Both are published by Magpie Games. This issue was emceed by Danny, who can be found on Twitter, at BattyDanny. Jupiter Rising is played by B. McJanda, who can be found on Twitter, at Space Doobie. The Green Knight is played by J. Isles, who can be found on Twitter, at J.C. Isles. Crash Override is played by Alice Kira, who can be found on Twitter at Magical Girl Kira. The show itself can be found on Twitter at UnlabeledAP. All music and editing provided by Jay Isles. <laughs>